0: The funny thing about the challenge is, you know, coming in, I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, ex- like, and myself, I kind of expected me to come in and say, I have a goal of losing X number of pounds. But in talking to Beth at you know, the, the outset, she was like, what are your goals? And I was like, it had nothing to do with how many pounds I wanted to lose or anything like that. I was like, my goal is I want to come exercise three times a week.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. This is going to be the first interview of 2020 and it is an amazing story. Jeff Carruth joins me on the podcast today and Jeff lost 25 pounds on his six week challenge, but even more so, he went on to lose another 12 pounds in the following two weeks. So 37 pounds in two months, you're going to hear his story, how he did it, and you're going to be inspired to kick off your 2020 with a healthy lifestyle. Enjoy.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm 34 years old. I am a software developer. I work out of my house um, here in College Station, Texas. Um, I've, I'm have i married. Uh, wife is named Lisa, and then I've got two kids, Grayson and Peyton, seven and two. She thinks she's about 13, but... She's two. tells that every day. <laughs> um, been here at uh, College of the Arts at Boomfit for uh, about two months now. I think actually, almost two months in a day. I think. Yeah,
1: so. I, I mean, you've seen some really great success. Yes. And uh, I will, I will give the, the. Well, I guess now there's more since the six week challenge, but. You lost 25 pounds. Yeah,
0: 253 and then like 4.4% body fat, I think, was what I lost on the six weeks. And then, um, I don't know, I'm coming in tomorrow for another uh, on the in-body, but I don't know body fat-wise, but I'm down 37 pounds. Total? Total pounds, yeah. So down another 12 pounds in the three weeks. Oh since my, man. Up.
1: I remember we met in this room. Your son was here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we met in this room. And that was, I guess, about a little over two months ago. Yeah, that was.
0: I, I think that was like October 17th. And then I had to go to Austin the 18th. And then the 19th, I came in for my first uh, weigh-in and uh, to meet Beth and everything. So,
1: Man, so, okay, I, I am going to go back and reference a lot of different things you just said. But I am curious right now, knowing that you were 37 pounds heavier two months ago in this room... We're talking about you know, and, and at that time you didn't know what the six week challenge was. You didn't know me. Nope. You didn't know this gym. Did you in that moment think
0: that this would happen? Um, no. Yes and no. So like, I'll say I'll say this. Like, I was a little apprehensive about the six week challenge. Like you know, coming in, it was kind of a cold thing. Like I saw, I actually saw an ad on uh, on Facebook for it, and I don't even know what triggered like why you know now was the time or whatever but you know I messaged you and then you text messaged me and one thing that I think really stuck out like when you were you were texting me like saying you know like asking me about like why I was interested on in stuff and the one thing that I think kind of clicked in my head was you asked um something along the lines of are you ready to invest your time and your money in yourself like that and that that, that I think clicked in my head as like You know, I had tried on my own before, just kind of lackadaisically, oh, you know, I'll pick up this program or I'll, you know, do this diet or whatever. And I've done a a bunch of stuff over the years, just kind of slow, like on my own or whatever. And, but it, it always felt like, uh, like, I always felt like I was kind of doing it for other people or like I was doing it just so, you know, not really for my, like as an investment. Like, I think just that aspect clicked in my head as, you know, we're talking about my future and like my kid's future, and stuff like that, so it was like this isn't a you know I, I'm not here to lose weight i'm not here I'm here to get healthier, I'm here to improve my life longer term so like, I think the investment word just kind of clicked in my head, and that's why I came and then had that conversation and and you've done exactly
1: that yeah. you know um, okay, so give me your thirty four yeah. Give me a little background, you know, um, and just so the listeners know, what was your starting weight two months ago?
0: Uh, I was 342.1, I think. Exactly. Yeah, so, so
1: where, give me kind of some backstory, growing up, were you,
0: did you, were you overweight in grade school? Yeah, um, so growing up uh, in, into around like, um, I'd say fourth, fit maybe like sixth grade or so, I was kind of chubby. Uh, not significantly, like not not to the point where it was a problem or anything, but I was chubbier. Um, And then uh, I think around eighth grade, I started growing taller. And I don't know exactly what happened between eighth and ninth grade, but I grew, you know, several inches and then just started dropping weight. Um, And so I got to the point where I was really, you know, skinny, like I wasn't and I was playing basketball uh, for the school. And so like, that was a lot like all through high school. I did that, you know, multiple hours a day and then, you know, we'd go home, eat and then go out and play with my friends. You know, like we'd go play basketball somewhere else. And so like I had a lot of activity and, you know, we did some weightlifting and that sort of stuff. So it kept me kind of in in shape all through high school. And then do you I came, remember
1: about how much you were weighing at that time.
0: Um, I know that when I graduated high school, um, I was about 176 pounds. Oh, yeah. So you were, I mean, so I was, I was skinny. Like skinny, I was, yeah, yeah I, I was skinny. Um, and then I came to college and the, my activity dropped kind of my senior year. I stopped playing basketball. Um, and then, like, I injured myself my junior year, kept in shape, came back. And then, senior year, just decided, you know, hey, I'm not going to college to do this right now in my life, I wanted to, you know, do other things besides devote, you know, four or five hours a day to basketball. Like I just wanted to, I'm going to do other things. So did that and then still kept a lot, like I didn't really change anything, but I still kept activity levels up. So I was still, I wasn't, you know, gaining a lot of weight or anything. So I graduated 176 pounds, came to college and my first semester, I, I followed the plan that they had suggested and I was taking 18 hours and that killed me like I was so busy with school and then just you know poor eating habits and everything so I gained probably I want to say like 20 pounds here like, at A&M a, here Did at you A&M. Live on campus uh, no I lived off campus which okay. I rode my bike and I think that was the only thing that kept it from being like gaining 50 pounds is yeah riding my bike to and from uh, from Southwest Parkway all the way to A&M every Morning and then you know afternoon and you know whatever so so you were about almost two hundred pounds yeah it's close to two hundred pounds and not in a good way right like <laughs> yeah yeah not in a good way and then I decided to take up running so every morning I just I I don't know like why I did this but I decided one day I'm gonna wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go run and so I did like every morning and I got to the point where I was running four five six miles every single morning before I went to school or work or whatever I was doing. And so that worked. And then I decided to take up bicycling and I got to the point where I was riding 300, 350 miles a week. Like just, you know, every day when I was done with what I needed to do at school, you know, two, three, depending on the day, I would go get on the bike for three hours, four hours. And we would just, we would ride all over the place. It was crazy. Uh, But so with that, I was able to eat whatever I wanted because I was just Burning so much that it was like I didn't keep track of anything. I was just like, "Hey, I want to go to Freebirds to get a monster burrito, eat it." Two hours later, I'm starving. It was just it was crazy amount of activity, um, and then I stopped bicycling, got a job. Uh, you graduated, got a job, and um, didn't really change my eating habits. So like all of that kind of compounded and started gaining weight, like just off the charts, just gaining a lot of weight. Um, I went through another cycle of, my sister wanted to run a half marathon. So we ran a half marathon. That was probably 2011 or so. Um, armadillo dash. I don't know if that's, still yeah, real, but no, I remember that. One. We did that in like 2011, ran a half marathon. I actually ran that year. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, so I, I finished it, uh, injured my foot, um, finishing it. Pushed myself a little harder than I probably should have, but I'd lost like forty pounds like doing that. Like just what did you gotten up to before that? Um I'd run I'd run my longest run was like nine and a half no, miles. Oh uh, weight wise. Oh weight wise. Um I don't even remember. Like I was in the two two forties, two fifties, probably somewhere gain, around there. Yeah. Like I gained I'd gained quite a bit and then I'd lost it all. Like just Training for the race. Training for the race and then my wife and I started this uh program where our insurance let us join a whole bunch of gyms for like 20 bucks a month or something ridiculous. So we, we had memberships at like four different gyms or you know something crazy. So I'd wake up, I'd go do cardio down at snap fitness in the mornings, come home, get ready for work, go to work. We'd go to gold's gym in the evenings and work like do weightlifting. Like we're kind of following a kind of a bodybuilding type program. Um, did that. So, you know, lost the weight with the running and everything and, and doing all that lost the weight was doing great. And then I started working at home, and everyone everyone says, like, oh, that's great, you know? Like, you're at home, you can just cook whatever you want, and, like, it's really challenging because you lose a lot of the social aspect of, like, going to a, a place of employment. Like, you lose you lose that, so then you try to find that in other areas. And for me, that was, you know, meeting some of my friends for lunch or, you know, going here or just, you know just getting human interaction by going someplace and yeah. like getting food, like you're talking to somebody. And so that kind of, that's been a, a long, a long struggle for me is just getting the the nutrition right with working at home. Like it seems like it'd be easier, but it's actually somewhat harder for me. Oh, and I think too, just the ability to get up and go to the pantry
1: is not good. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like whenever you, you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. And then, and then there's also like, so if you if you meal prep or something, like you prepare something, you take it to work, and you're there. You're like, "Well, I've got this thing in the fridge, so I'm going to eat it." Me, I meal prep, put it in my refrigerator, and then I'm like, "I don't really feel like that today, so I can eat anything else that I have in here, yeah. or I can go to the grocery store real quick, and or like, I'll eat that and <laughs> and and then I can I can also get some ice cream or you yeah, know whatever." Yeah, like, so yeah. it, it's been a struggle, um, and I don't. I mean. I was telling you in our first meeting, I was like, I feel like I've built a lot of bad habits and use them as an excuse. Like there was a lot of things that happened um, in the past couple of years that kind of led me to building bad habits. Um, And like one of them was, you know, my daughter's birth. um, She was a preemie. So she was it took about seven weeks in the NICU before she was able to kind of you know keep her oxygen levels up and everything and get to come home. And so during that time, like my wife and I were splitting shifts, going to the hospital to, you know, see her, hold her, all kinds of stuff. And so like she would go early in the morning and then I would bring my son to relieve her around nine or nine 30 in the morning. And then on the way we would stop and get Chick-fil-A for breakfast. And then like he and I would eat and then she would come out and then she would eat. And so like, it was just, you know, we, we had such a stressor on our time, on our schedule that we compensated by, you know, making it so that we didn't have to prepare any food because it was just, it seemed easier for us to just go to Chick-fil-A or go to... What year
1: was your daughter born? 2017. So in, by that point,
0: had you gained a good amount of weight? Yeah, I gained a lot of weight and then I also gained weight after that. Like I, I think I was, I was around like 275, 280 or so. Um, and then I gained up to the 342. Like that was, were
1: you a member at all those gyms at the
0: time? Uh, no. So our, our insurance stopped that program, but I had, I I actually still have a membership at Gold's gym, um, which we, so we were members at, um, Fitness Dome and then it closed down and Gold's gym kind of assumed all of their accounts or whatever. And so we have one and occasionally like I would go, occasionally my wife goes, but it's not something that we've done consistently and I think we're like we're their ideal customer <laughs> <laughs> what type of workouts would you do uh, okay so this is the this is the funny part and I've kind of I thought about this I, th- I knew you'd ask something like that so um, I would I I'd favor favor liftings so like bodybuilding style um, workouts where you know you go and you you're doing bench or you're doing back that day and so like I you know do these body splits and i schedule them and I'd be like, okay, cool. So Monday would come around. You know, everyone starts their workouts on Monday. That's just how it works, right? So Ch- chest day. Yeah, chest day. So like <laughs> it would be like it'd be like, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do chest and arms today, right? So I'd go and I'd do chest day. And then Tuesday would come around and I'd be like, well, I don't really have time. And then Wednesday I'm supposed to go do back. But I didn't do it. And then, you know, by Friday. I kind of know like, where, where this is going. Friday's leg day, <laughs> and I haven't done it the rest of the week, and I haven't stuck to my nutrition. So I'll just start it on Monday. So Monday is chest, chest day. In, and, and Chest, and, <laughs> <laughs> chest arms. and arms, yeah. So it was, it was like several times. And then I'd skip three weeks. And I'd be like, well, now I just need to start this program over again because obviously I didn't do it. And so it was like I would never, I never had a consistency or never really kept going. And I think that's what drew me to. The challenge was, you know, for me, it was less about necessarily the knowledge aspect. Like, cause I did a lot of like nutrition stuff before, like just research and looking at like how bodybuilders prep for contests and like kind of adopting that and seeing how that works for my body and, and, and learned a lot about, you know, what to make, when to eat it, all that. Like I learned how my body responds to that stuff. And so like, I knew it, but it was just a matter of i didn't have anyone like you know my wife she you know she'll, she'll try but it's you know it's one of those things where it's like
1: you know no i i tell people all the time in, in appointments i say look when you hire us right whether it's for personal trainer six week challenge coach we have now uh taken on the responsibility of the person in your life who wants you to be healthy more than anyone on the planet and i say You know, when you're married, right? And even in that marriage, I promise you, yes, your wife wants you to be healthy. But it's really not her place to be your coach. Yeah. It's hard. I agree with that. And so what we can do as your coach is, I mean, completely different from what she can do. And really what what your wife does, she wants you to be healthy too. But she can
0: actually support you in a way that we can't because of her role in your life. Which, yeah, and I can totally see that because like just through this process and she's been going to um like a boot camp thing for mm-hmm. quite a while now and she's done really great and and you know she's like well i haven't really lost much weight but like all oh, my clothes are too big now and it's like she's doing really good on her own and you know, I, I support her through that and I'm like you know how yeah. how can i help you get through that or whatever and so she's been that way on you know my my you know diet as part so of here's this a good question on that note because i think um
1: obviously she's supported you a lot or you wouldn't have seen such great success because when when there's a, a couples uh, situation, meaning you're not you're not single, right? Like that person has so much influence in your success, and and that's true for anything. Like if you own a business, if you are training for a marathon, just because they are such a big supporter in your life, right? So for spouses that are listening, right, that their spouses are currently on some sort of fitness program or some sort of, you know, training program or nutrition plan, what are the ways that your wife really supported you? Like, you know, maybe you've said this to her, maybe you haven't, but like, what are some of the like top three things that she's done in the last two months to help?
0: Yeah. So I think one thing is, um, so like, I don't really see a lot of the changes in, in myself. Like I... I've done this thing where I've taken pictures of my face like in the same kind of pose uh, periodically just so I can see like how has my face changed as a result of of all these efforts. Because it's like, I see the numbers on the scale go down, but I don't, it doesn't, I don't really care. You know, like it, I'm not really hung up on the numbers so much. Like I just like to see success and like a downward trend is all I'm looking for. Um, and so like her, she's she's been constantly just like, Hey, that shirt used to be a lot tighter on you. Like just like making, like making the observations that I can't really see. Like to me, I put the shirt on. I'm like, it's the same. Like it's just a shirt, you know, it's a great shirt, but she sees it. And it's like, she's been, you know, commenting on that kind of stuff and like telling me, you know, just like I, she asked me like what my workout was just like, you know, little things, just, she knows that I'm going, but she just wants to, you know, be involved. And it's so, like, that's, kind of an accountability makes thing. you so, feel supported. Too. Exactly. Yeah. And so she's noticing that I'm doing it and, and that sort of thing. Um, and then another, a big one is, you know, as my diet has had to drastically change, um, she's been super supportive on like, she'll eat the same things I'm eating or we'll make it so that like, if she's eating something a little different that I can pull part of that out. And like, it works with my stuff. So like, she's like, we do grocery shopping um, together like our whole our family we do so like um, just you know she'll ask me like you know what are you eating like how does it work you know like just so just like uh, a general interest in how I'm accomplishing my goals and then now she's kind of adopted what I'm doing almost fully so that's great we're we're together and it's kind of funny because we're going to Houston for Christmas and my sister is hosting and so she she knows that I'm doing this and everything, and and she just sent a text message today that she's like, "Here's the menu. So and so's bringing this, so and so's bringing that." And then me and my little sister, um, she's like, "Y'all are bringing your own special food because <laughs> she's making like spaghetti and 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 Texas toast and stuff, which is you know it's fine." And she but she's messaged me outside and said like, "Hey, you know, are you like, can I do anything to help with the you know what what you need or whatever?" I was like, "I'll just we'll just bring stuff that we can eat, and you know it'll be fine." And so. Just, and my wife's on board with that now, so she's gonna be eating exactly what I am at this social gathering, which is kind of, I think that was daunting. At the very end of my challenge, Thanksgiving was, well, Black Friday was technically the last day of my six weeks. And so I didn't know what I was gonna do for Thanksgiving. I was like, man, this is gonna be really challenging going down because we had, we had an early one in Houston and then we were going up to Oklahoma for another one. So I'm you know, not at my house. Not in my refrigerator, my kitchen, you know, so it's a lot of challenge on what am I going to eat. And so I knew that the one we the early one we went to was going to be, you know, turkey and every like white flour carb you can imagine um, as a buffet or whatever. So I ended up bringing some salad mix and we brought some uh, like some. We brought some deviled eggs, which those are, you know, those are cool. Um, so we brought some deviled eggs and some salad mix so I could take the turkey and then make a little salad with it, have some deviled eggs, drink some water, have a good, like, and yeah. it worked and, fine. <clears throat> yeah. And, and not violate your plan. Not right? violate what I was doing. Right. And so that worked. And then um, going up for thanks for Thanksgiving proper, uh, my father-in-law has been doing kind of lower carb for a while, like his doctor, you know told him, you know, do whatever you want, just, you know, lose some weight or whatever. So, uh, so he's been doing that. So we talked to them and we just decided that we were going to skip all the normal, you know, mashed potatoes and stuff and just have kind of more friendly. So we had like cauliflower and we had asparagus and green beans and turkey. And there was dressing for everyone who was not me, you know, (laughs) kind of thing. But, uh, so that was all fine. Like it, and it worked and just, Having a little support from, you know, my wife, talking to her family, from my sister, talking to like just having that outside support really helps. Just, you know, ask someone if they're if they're on a if they're on a plan or they're doing something diet wise, like my advice would be just ask, like, how can I help you stay within the parameters of what you're doing? And it doesn't have to be, you know, drastic. It can be as simple as, hey, I'm cooking this. If you want to bring like a side, like that works really well. Cause then it's, then you can eat part of what everyone else is. So you're included in the group or whatever. And it's like that. I think that's great advice too.
1: Cause everybody might feel supported in a different way. Yep. And, and the question alone is supportive. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, how can I support you in, yeah. in this endeavor? Yep. Um, okay. So let's pick apart this challenge, right? So fantastic results, 25 pounds in six weeks. You know, I,
0: I don't want to be so generic, but how did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. So the funny thing about the challenge is, you know, coming in, I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, ex- like and myself, I kind of expected me to come in and say, I have a goal of losing X number of pounds. But in talking to Beth at you know the, the outset, she was like, what are your goals? And I was like, it had nothing to do with how many pounds I wanted to lose or anything like that I was like, my goal is I want to come exercise three times a week. Like that's what I want to hit. And then I want to, um, drink. I wanted to cut out all, uh, drinks that were not water. Like that was my goal for the six weeks. And I ended up doing that like, uh, previous to that. And the reason that was one of my goals is I did a little, um, like a typical day's menu for me. Um, just like what I would eat and drink and total that up as terms of calories, carbs, and sugar especially um and it was crazy like it was you know just a typical day was around like 4,700 calories and like a lot of that was from drinking you know sonic route 44 sweet tea like 170 carbs all from sugar Mm. and it's just like so to me it was like and this is funny because in 2011 um Driving back from New Year's, we went down to uh, the beach with my sister and a couple other people. And driving back, I don't know why. I just decided I was like, I'm gonna stop drinking Dr Pepper's and sweet teas. Like I'm just gonna drop it, and I did. And my wife, um, <laughs> she used to call them, she used to call it fat juice. Like sweet tea was always fat juice. So like if we would go somewhere and like we're looking at the menu, she'd be like, Hey, are you gonna order some fat juice to drink? And it, so that was like a constant reminder to me, like you're sitting there drinking so many calories just in sugar like it's crazy um so cutting that out was probably one of the biggest keys yeah, to my yeah. success was and it sucked the first um few days you know because it was like hey i was cutting out all of my caffeine withdrawals i was cutting out that sugar like that super sugar um lifestyle and so it was kind of it was that withdrawals. And, um, I started getting kind of leg cramps and stuff just from not having all of that, all that carbs all the time. And, uh, was like Billy was talking about this the other day. Uh, Billy Rice was talking about how a lot of people, when they crave sugar, they're actually craving salt. And that was interesting to me because I did find, um, some people talking about like when you're restricting carbs significantly, um, which is what the diet on, on the challenge was kind of getting your carbs from better sources. So it was, you know, carbs are from like broccoli or, you know, spinach, that kind of thing, not from potatoes, like white potatoes, not from bread, like get your carbs from sources where there's a lot of fiber, which makes a lot of sense. Um, So, but he was talking about how when you're on that, when you're on like a lower carbohydrate um, diet or, or you're eating lower carbohydrates, that salt is important. And I found that on the, you know, the internet of, you know, the internet has everything on it. (laughs) Um, So I found that someone was talking about like supplementing with sodium and they were talking about potassium too and a couple of things. But so primarily I would, I would actually make, I would add about a quarter teaspoon of uh, pink salt into a 32 ounce shaker of water. And I would just drink that, like kind of sip on it through the Mm -hmm. day as part of my hydration. And that, Completely eliminated all my leg cramps. Like I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning with leg cramps and they were gone. Like it's absolutely crazy, but it worked. And I was like, it's...
1: How on... Like, you know, uh, let's call it 100% means you were all in, dialed in, zero uh, deviating from the
0: plan. How, How dialed in were you? 105%. Oh, that's good. Like I was... Like I just... I, it just clicked that first day. I was like, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to, you know, do, and I'll be honest, like one of my goals, um, from the longer term, um, from this transformation or whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to get to a point where I can have, you know, the rocks Sunday cheat meal and it not affect me, you know, like just, it sounds funny, but like, I think that's cool. Like, you know, he's got to a point where he's got, you know, his, he's got enough muscle mass and everything that he's able to do that. And it's like, not, it's not a big deal. So I want to get to the point where that's something that I could do. But I'm going to wait a long time before I deviate because I know that for me, it would be like, I'm going to eat a pizza on Sunday. And then Monday, be like, well, I had a pizza yesterday. So I'll just have, you know, a cookie today, you know, that kind of thing. Just like slowly. So I want to get to a point where food to me, and, and I think this has happened over the challenge, like, and the, I said, 105% cause like to me now food is basically just a fuel. Like it's, I'm, I'm no longer kind of addicted to chasing taste profile, you know, that kind of thing. Like that was a big thing for me before it was like anything I ate had to like be jam packed with flavor. So it had to have, you know, barbecue sauce and all this stuff. And I've, Cut all of that out of my diet, just you know, because I had to.
1: Yeah, so we spent. I mean, this this is great on nutrition, and now I'm curious. You came into CrossFit at 342 pounds, and you started with the three private training sessions, and then got got into the classes. And tell me how that experience
0: was. It was okay. So, I we'll go back a little bit. So I told you before that I had done a lot of like bodybuilding type workouts and got into some of that culture on like bodybuilding.com and so like for a long time I was always like, you know, CrossFit is dumb. Like, <laughs> you know, there's like a whole culture around like CrossFit is just going to get you injured. Um it's it's weird, like and so like I came into it half skeptical, but I was like what I've done hasn't worked. So let me try this. And so I came in and um I had my my trainings with or my on ramps with uh Tyler and uh, came in the first day and like, you know, I didn't know what to expect, you know, Hey, fat guy doing, doing CrossFit or whatever. And I was like, I have no idea what he's going to do. And so we did some, you know, movements and everything. And by the end of those three on ramps, um, Tyler said, I can see the athlete inside you. Like I can tell, I can see that guy who used to ride 300 miles a week. Like I can see that person, um, just by how I was moving and like how I was doing the, the Olympic lifts, which I had never done before. Like I was I've always been scared of doing things like snatches because I was like, "This seems like a great way to drop, you know, 100 pounds, 500 pounds, whatever, on my head." Like this seems like a really bad idea. I don't want to do that, so I never did it. But he was just like, "What's well, to do it with a PVC pipe?" And so, like that slow progression and like that really, that attention that has been consistent to form and like to understanding the movements has been great. So, coming in, I was a little skeptical, but after that. After those first three and, you know, Tyler's kind of positive reinforcement and, you know, a couple of the workouts that he made me do, they were rough. I mean, just he's like, oh, we're going to you're going to run 200 meters around the thing. And I was like, I haven't run 10 meters in (laughs) years (laughs) and he wants me to do this for three rounds. He's crazy. Um, But, you know, I I did as much as I could. And I think I did like two rounds and he was like, yeah, you're good. Like you look, you're going to throw up. So you're good right now. But then I came in after on ramp. He's like, okay, you're next, you know, you can come to the class. So I was like, okay. Came to the class, walk in, and it's snatches. <laughs> My first workout was snatches. And uh, I was like, well, I'm here. So I did it, you know, and got a light bar, started with a PVC pipe, did a few of the rounds. I don't remember exactly what the workout was.
1: Man, So, you know, as you explain that story, I'm like, man, this went from, you were, you were immersed, like it was a full immersion. Yeah, it was. And, and do you think that that's that's what you needed kind of the immersion nutritionally yeah the immersion in their workouts absolutely so
0: what I think I needed the most um was just having or knowing that two weeks from that first day I was going to be back with something that was going to tell whether I did what I was supposed to do or not like having knowing that I was going to be like back and then having Beth messaging me you know at, at first it was like every day like she's like hey you know how's it going like how are you doing remember this and she'd give me tips on like you know go to the grocery store if if you're fall off track for one meal that's okay like jump back in and just like having someone that was checking on me and so like i would see her at the gym and hey you know how's it going and just having that was what i needed i just needed and i think i told you this but um i'm a very regimented person so like schedules are great for me like just having knowing like i can't stand going on example would be like going on a vacation where it's like we're gonna go here and and what (laughs) like i need to know like i need to know like oh at 11 we're gonna we're gonna do this and like lunchtime like i i need that like that's just how my brain functions Mm -hmm. and um so just i needed the accountability aspect so that i could like kind of rewire what my life schedule was like. And that's, that's what was great about having like consistent coaches in the classes and having um, the workouts. And like, that's why I've, I come to the same time all the time. Like I have thought about, you know, it'd be fun to, to see some of the different classes and everything. But I was like, I just, I need my schedule to be kind of precise. So it works for me. I drop my daughter off and then I come to class and there's it's not an opportunity for me to go home and say oh well you know so and so called me so I have to talk to them so I can't make this class so maybe I'll go at five and then oh I had it yeah exactly which is powerful so
1: since the challenge ended you've seen really good success Mm -hmm. Um, I mean 12 more pounds so give me I guess your post-challenge, which you're barely into it, but give me a little bit of the post-challenge. Like, are you just
0: doing the same level of discipline on everything? Same exact thing. I haven't changed anything. And it was funny because Kyle asked me towards the end, he was like, oh, you're almost done with your challenge. I was like, yeah. And he goes, so what's next? And I told him, Oh, I'm just gonna go back to what I was doing before, you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> just to see what he would say. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm gonna stick with the same thing. It's working. Like I'm not gonna change anything. I'm gonna stick to my same diet, like what I've learned. And so one thing that I do almost every day for, for my lunch is I make a salad. Like I make a, uh, like a grilled chicken kind of, I usually get like a fajita meat, like chicken, like, you know, chicken breast. I grill that up in bulk, chop it up into little cubes, keep it in Tupperware, and then I grill up um, fajita vegetables, keep those in Tupperware, and then I buy um, H E B sells this uh, mix of baby spinach, baby kale, and then like bok choy, like a couple other little like yeah. baby greens, and it's great. So I have a big, you know, like, I I weighed it out. Now I kind of do it by eye, but you know, at first I you was you kind of know now. At first I was like very. I I like numbers a lot, um, so I was very like, you know, put a bowl down. It says on here, you know, one cup is roughly 56 grams. Cool, 56 grams. All right, that's what that looks like. And so, like, for the first few weeks, literally everything went on that scale because it mm. was, you know, I needed to know. Like, I needed to see that. And I wasn't really journaling any of this. I just kind of was keeping track. Like, I knew parameters of, you know, I need roughly 50 grams of protein. So, I need I need to... Know how much that is and what I'm eating. Weigh it out. Learn, you know, uh, like ground bison that looks like this in my bowls. And so I bought a huge stack of like prep bowls. So I know like they're the same ones. They all look the same. Put them on there. I know how much to fill it up for this What you're
1: describing is what I call the best form of nutrition education. It's not reading a textbook. It's not watching a video it is truly hands on education on how much this impacts me from a nutritional standpoint in grams whether it's weight or yep. or, or the uh, the caloric uh, energy that yep. it's giving you and i think that that's the best way to educate yourself is oh wow i never knew half a cup of oatmeal looked like this yeah but you literally now it's like well i'm going to use a measuring scoop and I'm not going to eat some eyeball amount of oatmeal. I'm going to eat half a cup. Yep. So that's awesome, man. Um, okay, you're doing what, you know, and it's kind of, uh, you got, You said tomorrow you and Beth are meeting. Yes. You're doing our CrossFit Gold membership, yes. which basically gives you uh, continued support from Beth and a monthly in-body scan. And where are you hoping to go with your, I guess, uh, next three months? Or yeah. or 2020, right? Like I mean, January one's right on the corner. So like, uh, you'll have Beth continuing to support you. You guys are going to meet monthly, do the in body. What are you hoping to accomplish, or have you already kind of thought that out?
0: Yeah, um, I haven't. So so like I said, like I'm a numbers person. That's why I opted for the the gold membership because I was like, just having that in body scan every month would be awesome, just for my own sanity. Um, So I've got a little I've got a spreadsheet, which I know everyone tells you, you know, don't weigh yourself a lot. I weigh myself every single day and I do that like it just helps me. And I've noticed some trends, which I think is funny. I talked to Beth about this, but like, hey, we should change my weigh in date to Tuesdays because Tuesday is always my lowest weight. Like it's it's just it's crazy. It works out that that way. It's just a a little trend, um, which I, I haven't yet fully figured out why Um, at first I thought it was, you know, as I'm working out, my body is just kind of processing that and like recovering. So I'm not losing as much on the rest of the days, but then I was like, it's after the weekend and then Monday I come work out and then Tuesday morning, bam, I'm at my lowest weight. It's very strange, but that's just how it works. Well, this spreadsheet, I have a whole bunch of stuff in there. Like it keeps track of my goal has been to lose roughly two pounds a week. Um, So it has a graph of here's your goal. And then it has a graph of every measurement that I put in, and then it has a and then it has a trending line, so it averages out like how much I'm losing per day, which is like 0. 0.59 pounds a day, something like that. Um, so it trends, and then it shows me your goal weight, which is 231. Um, your goal weight, you should hit that according to this trend on like it's like April 19th or 20th wow. right now. Um, it's obviously gonna it's gonna expand yeah, beyond that yeah. as I get lower, but uh, right now, I'm trending towards. So, like, I keep that, and that's like my motivation. Is these numbers show me, you know, if I can keep up this effort, and like understand how my diet is affecting me now, and then how it needs to change as I get, as I lose weight or gain muscle or whatever I'm, en- whatever I end up doing. Um, that kind of just keeps me mentally honest, I guess, to the program or to you know what I'm doing. Um, so from that like three months um right now i just want to work on like i told beth like one of my goals for the next month at least is like work on my core strength um just because i can't like right now i can't do pull-ups um so like all the gymnastics work that's programmed like i frequently have to scale that down to you know ring rows is a a big one which is fine but like i want to get to the point and so i've done a lot of looking into like why can't why can't you do pull ups? And you know, part of it for me is I've got three hundred pounds to lift, but a lot of it is also core strength, like hollow holds, that kind of thing. So that's what I wanna work on is just now for now my next thing is now I've got to the point where I can come here five days a week and work out and finish the workout sometimes under the yeah. under the time cap, which <clears throat> is fine. Um, but I want to get to the point where I can figure out what my weaknesses are and start working on them. So it's like I need to figure out right now is core strength is what I'm going to focus on just because I feel like that's a fundamental portion that I'm missing is having enough core strength to hold my body straight enough and, and be able to do pull ups, right? Like,
1: well, and I think it's so cool, man, that you, you know, like you said, you start at 342 pounds. The thought of a pull up probably wasn't even in your head no (laughs) now you're down 37 pounds you're talking about pull-ups and 231 and just like that vision is so big in your mind and i think that that's the hardest thing for people to grasp in life is the actual reality that this might be possible and to be honest with you i think when you think somebody something's possible it's like okay watch out because you you, you know what i mean the the biggest obstacle is thinking that it's impossible yep. like because you can't unthink that like if you really think that a pull-up's impossible which you probably did 40 pounds ago yeah but now it's like you're seeing people in class you are you're like i can do this and yeah you're you're a ways away mm-hmm. but it's like the thought that really is uh powerful right now so Last question, man, this has been a phenomenal interview. Um, you are newer to the gym, but you maybe have seen on the walls, Building Better People. You obviously know the title of the podcast because yep. you're here. Um, and you know what Building Better People means, it's kind of what I tell people. It's our purpose. It's our mission is we want everybody in the community, Brian College Station, to understand that working out actually makes you a better version of yourself and we believe that to a conviction which is why we do what we do because we believe that every single person walking in here working out and understanding that principle is becoming a better version of themselves for you and your 34 years obviously you were biking for 350 miles a week you were running half marathons you were going to the gym so you've kind of been working out on and off in your life and so how is that true
0: for you um yeah i mean i think It's, it's the, it's like the mental change, I think for me, like just when you're, when you're doing something, when you have like kind of a goal or you have an idea and and you're committed to it and you're, and you're sticking to it, I think that changes your, your mentality about, you know, like what you're talking about the whole, you know, I never thought I could do a pull up or like it was, it was not achievable, but through coming and just you know seeing other people do it and you know trying it and then having you know coaches you and kyle and whoever just saying hey let's put some bands on and see like how far can you get and just you you start to understand that like nothing is really unachievable if you if you want to understand why you're not able to to do it and this this is something that i should already know like from my work um like software engineering it it's a lot of that like it's a lot of you know, people ask you, "Hey, can can your website do this or whatever?" And you're like, "Well, of course it can. Like, it's a computer. I can make it do anything. It's just a matter of figuring out why isn't it doing that, or why isn't it behaving that way." So, it's 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 the human behavior, I think, of um, of just taking your own mental blocks to things. Like you put up, like I put up mental blocks all the time. That are like, "Oh no, I can't run 400 meters. I can slowly." and surely but it's like it's it just takes a matter of you know someone pushing you and so early on i would opt you know i would just say i'm gonna scale the run and i'm just gonna do rows or or rowing or i'm gonna do i'm gonna jump on the bike and um one day i did that and learned that 400 meter run translates to like 1200 meters on the bike or something like that and i was (laughs) like i'm gonna think this strategy through (laughs) i may push myself on the run so it's just it's it's understanding that yes, it's hard. Yes, it's challenging. But if you if you persevere through the I, I want not call it I don't want to call it pain, but like through the challenge that you're putting your body through, like you can do a lot more than you think you can. And that's what I think the whole goal of building better people is: is you're building through the challenge of the workouts. You're kind of building a better mental space, which will trans send into like your personal life your relationships everything i think that's the idea of and that's why i like um crossfit is it's challenging and it's challenging to a point where i have to push myself and so mentally i'm getting better thank you for tuning in today don't forget to
1: subscribe to the building better people podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals
0: being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle